What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Varsity Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Guevara, and with me, as always, is Mr. Lupe Ramirez. And we are finally at episode 20, but it's not the only big uh, celebration we have to announce as we finally surpassed 1,500 followers on Instagram, which is such a mind blower to me because coming into last year, I did not think that we would ever even be close to 1,000. But we're finally here, and we're glad to be able to share that news with you guys. But welcome in, brother. How, how are things going uh, for you this uh, past week? Not bad. Uh, I'm actually, I share that same uh, sentiment as you, as that was an amazing accomplishment for us to reach that many followers. And for, you know, right now being able to record episode 20. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for that because this is really fun. And the best part about it is hearing some of the reactions from players and stuff like that. And the the actual want for us to come to you know to certain schools and stuff like that i look forward to it all like that's one thing that i I was thinking about on the way here was man this time last year i wasn't even in the state and now i'm here and i feel fully immersed in it and i i can't wait like this is it's just two weeks away yeah that's the way i see it now it's just two weeks away yeah it's hard to believe that we're going into our second year already you know it was something that where we were like man would this thing even see the light of day and a year later look, look at us now and it it's continuing to progress uh each and every day and and it wouldn't be possible without those players like you had stated it's just like the fact that they want us to go to uh their schools now and you know not only take pictures but interact with them and get to know them and have them explain to us why their team is better than the others in Pinal County. So it's been a great experience so far. And I'm looking forward to uh, taking the rest of these pictures for these schools that will allow us to show up. Uh, We did get the news that uh, ALA Anthem South uh, has decided to uh, not allow media uh, access to uh, their field as they're trying to uh, build their program. And we respect that. You know, we understand that. And that's actually a very a valid point. Like, you know, I, I respect uh, their coach uh, for at least getting back to us and letting us know, you know, hey, we're not ready for that quite yet. But once we are, we'll definitely give you guys a call. So and I look forward to seeing what their uh, stadium and everything, you know, as far as their facilities look like whenever they're completed, because I know right now they're probably not fully completed. But yeah, definitely look forward to seeing uh, Titans game pretty soon. So for this uh, week's episode, we're picking back in off of last week's episode as we talked about uh, 10 players each that we felt uh, we're going to have another breakout uh, year this year and be impactful to their team. Uh, we are going to uh, continue that list as well as including our list of players to watch out for that are going to be taking over new positions or filling in positions uh, that were uh, left open from seniors graduating last year. So let's dive right into it. Uh, You want me to go first this time or you're going to take it over again? Go for it. I know we didn't dive into this team uh, much last week, but I did uh, have another player I wanted to bring up uh, from the Maricopa Rams and that being uh, Kyrie Washington. He was one of the... uh, Highlights on Maricopa's offense, Uh, he recorded uh, only 27 catches, but had 577 yards to go along with nine touchdowns. So I feel that if Maricopa uh, starts treading in uh, the right direction, I know their uh, schedule is not very welcoming, but I feel that if Kyrie is able to get the ball a little bit more, I, I definitely see those numbers going up for him this year. 
I think he's going to be the name you hear quite a bit when it comes uh, to the Rams. And I, I didn't have a whole lot of faith in them this year, but one thing uh, is completely true is when we went to the one versus one Pinal County uh, showdown hosted by Coach Swerve, shout out Coach Swerve, um, and the Gunslingers Academy, it was eye-opening to see how much talent is actually in the Maricopa area, but mm-hmm. they're so well hidden or, you know, they weren't really uh, necessarily used to their best potential last year because of, you know, the talent that they had, you know, from the previous class. But, yeah, I expect Maricopa to do great things. But if I were to jump into my list, I want to jump into somebody who's in a leadership role and jumping into a very wide open leadership role. Talking about Gianni Mascalino. Uh, the kid, one thing we, f- we knew about him is he's very popular. He had really good poses when we were there taking <laughs> photos for the Coolidge Bears. And he seems to have a lot of power and accuracy behind that arm. Um, one thing is, is that his potential is very, very high. I look forward to seeing how Coach Shanks and the rest of the team, you know, piggyback off of him to create success. Because one thing that I've noticed that was different from last year was him and Connor are two totally different players. Um, Connor was kind of like, you know, not as vocal as Gianni was. And Gianni is, um, and I'm not saying this in a derogatory way, but he's a little bit more cockier than Connor was. Cause Connor, you know, he, he carried himself, you know, kind of quietly. And he was that he, you know, he, 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 he was he basically did what, uh, coach asked him to. Yeah. Gianni, I mean, not necessarily a rule breaker, but he will jaw a little bit if he has to. One thing we saw in our post, you know, when a player from an opposing team, you know, got into their, you know, their comment section, which, you know, totally got erased, which wasn't by us. But we saw, you know, we saw, you know, magically disappear. But he was able to hold his own. And and I see that him him doing the same thing when he's on the field and he has the entire cool squad behind him and his pads on. And the interesting thing about him is that he was also sharing the starting role uh, at quarterback with another uh, player from Eastmark and also played uh, the wide receiver position. So I know he has to have in the back of his head is coming to a new school, uh, playing with players you probably never played with before, trying to find that mesh and uh, gel with uh, not only his receivers, but his running backs as well. I think that it's going to be a good uh, challenge for him, especially, uh, you know, how talented of an athlete he is. But, yeah, it's just uh, an athlete that we never knew much about. We got to find out about him during uh, the seven on seven um, competitions that they had uh, over the summer. But definitely a kid that you have to keep your eye on and and don't blink because not only uh, can he uh, sling it, but if you allow him to get out of the uh, pocket, I guarantee you he's going to run for a couple of long touchdowns as well. Yeah, I look forward to it. So moving on, I'm going to head over to the Combs Coyotes and talk about, I know I talked about Connor Wiles uh, last week. I want to talk about another linebacker for the Coyotes in Amon Craig. Uh, He had 74 tackles, seven and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks and one interception. And he's going to be another contributor on that Coyotes defense uh, uh, right next to Connor. They play the same position. So two big studs that are returning for the Coyotes that could definitely uh, make some noise here in Pinal County. So as much as I uh, say the Coyotes are going to have a 500-ish season uh, from what their schedule says, uh, these two guys can uh, change the game very quickly if you, uh, if you allow them to. And maybe Combs might actually have that year. 
Mm-hmm. But let me move into my list and, and talk about another quarterback, this one being Nathan Harris of the Santa Cruz Valley Dust Devils. Um, one thing I noticed about him was he had a huge growth spurt over the summer. <laughs> From the last time I seen him when he was playing basketball with Coach Courtney um, when he was on the Dust Devils end, he has gotten a lot taller. His voice is a lot deeper at the same time. And I look forward to seeing what he does under center and what the Dust Devils are capable of doing without their leader from last year in Ricardo Alaniz, which is funny because, and then I'll, I'll jump and cover two people on my list that are actually from the same school. Max Rodriguez, who played quarterback last year, will now be filling in for Rico in the running back position. And, you know, speaking to him, he was the same Max, you know, from last year, you know, quiet, soft-spoken, but, you know, I was able to hold a conversation and, you know, speaking uh, to him, I asked him, and this is really a tough question, and the way I asked the question was quite, it was me trying to gauge, you know, what was his mentality coming into the season. I said, you know, are you ready for the season? He said, yes, sir. I said, well, are you ready to take uh, over your position? He said, yes, sir. I was like, well, are you ready to do it better than the guy who did it last year? He said, well, I'm going to try. And that and, showed. And it's big shoes to fill. That's why, you know, we talk about these certain players because, mm-hmm. as you stated, that's a – Big shoe to fill replacing uh, Ricardo. So, but it would like you said, it was definitely a great conversation we had with Max. And not only that, he gave up his number from last year. Why don't you elaborate on that one? Yeah, Jonathan Ramos last year wore twenty two, and this year he had asked Max to to wear number two. This year, Max graciously gave it up, and now he will be wearing number three this year, which I found was really nice. And you know, a lot of the times, you know, it's not that easy. You hear about like, oh, well, I didn't really want to give it up, but, you know, I had to. But, you know, that just shows the camaraderie of the Dust Devils and, and another reason of why I'm excited for their their season to start. And one game in particular I look forward to is when the Coolidge Bears pay them a visit and we're actually in town for that night. Yeah, that'll actually be our first game uh, that we'll be attending uh for the Dust Devils this upcoming season, and you know what, a better way to do it than against their arch rival in the Coolidge Bears. Uh, but uh, for my next player, I'm going to actually stick with the Combs Coyotes. Um, I went with defense last time. I'm going to jump to the offensive side, and I'm going to talk to uh, one of Tanner Hale's favorite targets in Hunter Clare. Hunter finished with 800 yards and 10 touchdowns. A big uh, vital part of the Coyote success on the offensive end. And I know once Tanner and uh, Hunter uh, hit the field, that chemistry is only going to get better uh, as uh, Hunter moves into his senior year. So another big name uh, for the Coyotes to look out for. Looking back at their um, their team stats, it's kind of like, man, why weren't they as successful last year? But having uh some of these guys returning and the numbers that they put up it could be uh a better season for the coyotes and you know i will be the first to admit that if it is i i made a mistake on my part when i was studying their uh their team from last year when you're wearing that red and black hairstyle negative let's go and this is a trend of mine um let's talk about a quarterback again this time on the other side of the county in young Vinny sanchez Vinny's got a big, and this seems to be like the theme of uh, of today's episode, big shoes to fill. Last year, we had young Will Weber, you know, the senior, have the opportunity to take home of the team at the quarterback. Uh, a kid who never played the position actually took over the team and tied a state record. 
And one thing we learned when we were, you know, able to chop it up with Vinny at the one versus one was he has that same type of hunger and, and he's so young. And that's what I, 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 I'm so happy about is because he has so much time. And I really do hope that he's able to spend that time with coach Donnie in the SPA program. And I just see him thriving there. And then if he continues to, you know, to stay on the right path and, and, and keep growing because that's one thing that I I notice he's 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 not quite super tall but I have the feeling that like he he's still a freshman he's not done growing yet so and um, that and that was going to be my question uh what uh grade he was in but yeah you you just answered it right there a freshman and the kid is developing a pretty uh strong arm back there as well you know working with coach Swerve uh, in the quarterback academy I think every video that uh coach Swerve uh, puts out you see him yeah, I don't think he's missed a day since he started mm-hmm. uh, that program. So definitely a lot to look forward to uh, when it comes to Vinny. And uh, I will actually stay right there, if you don't mind, uh, with the, the Pumas. As one of my players that I have that is going to fill a position, a very important position, is uh, wide receiver Caden uh, Robertson-Adame. You know, Caden, uh, uh, we've had the pleasure of seeing seven on seven as well as the Pinal County uh, one versus one. And the kid is very talented. Uh, got some amazing hands, some amazing footwork. Uh, didn't get to see him play last year, but he will be taking on a position that we think is going to be elevated in the Sequoia pathway offense, which is the wide receiver position. They had uh, three studs in the backfield and, and they did have a couple wide receivers that we couldn't forget to mention last year in uh Jairi gamble and uh, Jeremiah Garcia. But uh, those guys, like I said, they have the same attitude as I see in Caden. Uh, you know, they wanted the ball as much as they could. But at the same time, they did something with it. And I see Caden uh, doing that as well this year, especially, if, uh, you know, Vinny's over there ripping the pigskin to him this year. But I do see Caden uh, being able to elevate uh, the play of Vinny. Let's move into the city of Coolidge where we'll be talking about Jordan Johnson. Now, this kid is super tall, super talented, very energetic. One thing that uh, is very noticeable is his presence. And it's not just because of his tall stature and, and how outgoing he is. Um, I feel like that type of de- uh, that type of attention is not going to be you know something that's going to go away when he gets onto the field. One thing that is going to be strikingly different is going to be his size difference, you know, to the opposition. Being six five, all you really have to do is just throw it up. And and with the talent that Coolidge has behind the center position with both uh, Gianni and Ethan Ramirez, you know, if need be, they they have an easy short game with uh, Jordan on their side. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what Jordan does as well. I know he always gives me a little bit of slack when I talk negatively about my alma mater, but it's all in love, man. Uh, but no, I feel Jordan is a person that for his size, uh, you know, being 6'5", he was very underutilized at the tight end position last year. And uh, so being that they have not one but two quarterbacks that uh, can get him the ball uh, this year, it's going to make for a great season for Jordan. And I do see his numbers drastically increasing this year just because he finally has a person that can get the ball in his hands and they don't have to solely depend on the run game uh, like they did uh, so much last year. 
I'm going to knock out two players as well as I, I couldn't pick and choose which one I wanted to give the attention to because they both played an impact on the, the Coolidge's defensive side last year. But uh, it's going to be uh, Matthew Makazan and Andre Dukes. Uh, Matthew finished with 55 tackles, three tackles for loss and two sacks. And uh, Andre finished with 25 tackles, three tackles for loss and one sack. So Besides the tackles, a very similar season they had last year. And they're going to be two of the anchors on the defensive side. Like I mentioned last week, Coach Shanks uh, has been talking really big about his defensive line and his offensive line. So these are two guys uh, that are going to have to step up as uh, I don't believe one of their defensive ends is coming back this year. He decided uh, that he didn't want to play football, but... Uh, two guys that can definitely uh, fill that void and be a reason why Coolidge has a dominant defense this year. For sure. Uh, that was one thing that, you know, I didn't really doubt coach whenever he mentioned, but after being at the Coolidge photo shoot and actually getting to stand next to these boys, these are some pretty big kids. And I look forward to seeing what they do. Like something changed during the summer. Oh like, man. I, did we get shorter or they get bigger? I don't know. I feel a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. But you know what? What I like about uh, Matthew and Andre, man, they're just two of the most humblest guys that you'll ever meet. You know, Andre, he likes to crack a smile. Uh, you'll be lucky if you can get Matthew to crack a smile. But just two guys that are very quiet and to themselves. For some reason, when those lights kick on on Friday night, they go to work. But who do you got uh, as your next player? My next player to watch will be Connor Lopez. The senior will be playing tight end and strong safety this year. Um, if you go into what his season looked like last year, he had 414 total receiving yards. He had 28 catches and five total touchdowns. Um, one thing I noticed is that um, his reliability didn't change. It was just a matter of the competition he played and how the spotlight changed as well. Um, early in the season, he was constantly getting about uh, four looks and just under 100 yards. And towards the middle of the season, that started to trend towards the middle of that at about 50 yards, then 40, and then, you know, sadly getting, you know, a little bit under the eight. But then again, at the same time, we weren't following posting at that same time. So maybe injury could have been uh, uh, to blame. I'm not really sure. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what he does in the senior year and how he intends to uh, provide the Broncos with some retribution after last year's crushing defeat. Yeah, he's definitely uh, going to want to come back and have a redemption season for himself and be able to, you know, hopefully go away as a champion as they were so close. But another player that was a big part of uh, Post and Butte's success and now is going to take in uh, a bigger role. And I look forward to seeing uh, what he does this year because Poston is just a team that is, even though they lost some key players, it just seems like that team can fill those voids so easily and it's players like that are that are returning so you know uh definitely going to keep, be keeping our eyes on uh not only him but uh for post and butte as well so i'm going to switch things up a little bit and go towards uh ala ironwood and talk about the younger williams brother aiden uh he's gonna uh, be returning at running back he rushed for 493 yards and four touchdowns doesn't seem like quite a bit, but, you know, I believe he's a sophomore. If not, he'll be a, a junior this year. That's uh, what's tough about Max Preps, too. Like, we had a couple of students that tell us, like, hey, I'm not a I'm not a, a senior. You said I'm a senior, but I'm a junior. But thanks for the shout-out. And I was like, well, hey, 
we, we don't we don't really want to you know be creeps and be like hey man how old are you <laughs> <laughs> or, no that's definitely true that's definitely true with what grade are you in with, with the type of messages uh you get nowadays you never know who's messaging you you know i mean how many how many days a week do we get uh those random hey dude you want to buy some uh merch we can uh make shirts for you it's like dude we don't even play sports like m and h sports where it wants to from saudi arabia mm-hmm. or something like that but you know it's just like uh i'm sorry if we don't get these things right we're just going off of either what your coaches have told us or what we find out on max preps if we haven't had the opportunity to speak uh with your coaches or you guys as a team. So bear with us. We're going to improve on that uh, as we uh, continue to reach out to these uh, coaches and teams. Uh, But back to Aiden, uh, you know, like I said, the stats aren't what you want them to be. You know, it's not, especially at the running back position, which is very important. I see Aiden uh, contributing a lot more, even to the point where I could see him being a thousand yard rusher, especially if, uh, if uh, Connor Moe and uh, Travis and Buya uh, do their thing this year, uh, it's going to allow Connor a little bit more, a little bit more opportunities to show his skill set. Because when you think about teams, if they don't have a great run uh, passing game, then the next, the only thing you got to stop is a running game, and it kind of sometimes hurts teams in the long run. So I think that that's why you might see Aiden's uh, numbers a little bit lower than you would like, but. We'll see what they're going to be the uh, this upcoming year. Yeah, there's plenty of things to look forward to this year. Um, one thing is uh, we're so deep into these photo shoots. We we had the pleasure of going to Santa Cruz, going to Coolidge. In a few minutes, we'll be heading to, to Sequoia Pathway to do their photo shoot, which I'm really excited for. Um, and pretty soon, we're going to be doing Post and Butte, Casa Grande. We were talking to Coach Luna about that. When, you know, Since they came back from camp, uh, you know, when would be a good time for us to go out there and shoot uh, their photos? Um, it's just a great time right now. I, I'm I'm super excited to see you know some familiar faces and see these new guys and and seeing seeing the difference in them and having them see the difference with having the varsity breakdown on their side. No, it's definitely a lot to look forward to. You know, these photo shoots have just allowed us to be able to connect with uh, some of these players and to get to know them and what their expectations of themselves are this year. And so. And so I'm excited to see how each team, you know, kind of reacts to us going out there and having a good time with them and uh, just being able to uh, capture a moment that they're really going to appreciate in the long run. And, you know, I know we're not getting them out as fast as people like, uh, but yeah, it's just it's just a long uh, set of photos you just have to go through. And and, you know, we just want to make everybody uh, look good. We don't want to send them uh, photos that they're not going to appreciate. And, you know, I think the more that we're starting to post uh, different photos, it's starting to get those uh, players hungry. Like, okay, when's mine coming? Mm -hmm. Other than that, man, I I know it was a kind of a quick episode. Uh, We were a little bit short on time uh, today, but there's still plenty of players to keep your eye on. And and by all means, we're going to continue to mention these guys. Throughout the season, I have no doubt. You know, I know that there's uh, some players on Casa Grande, even a couple players on Coolidge that I wanted to mention. And, you know, I will get them uh, later on down the road before the season kicks out. We, Like you said, we're about two, a little over two weeks away from the first week of the season. So plenty of opportunity to uh, bring to light some of these amazing and talented players 
But other than that, brother, you got any uh, last words or any uh, announcements that you want to make uh, before we wrap up the show? Uh, one final thought would be to keep an eye out on our social media for our website dropping. That is going to happen very soon. It's going to be really interactive. And it's going to have a lot of resources for athletes to be linked to various, you know, uh, media sites where they can get the exposure and get in contact with certain uh, opportunities that they might not get if they don't, you know, sign up. And that's another thing I want to say is if you're an athlete and we're getting these things wrong about you and you re- and you really care about your future in athletics, you have to claim your max preps. You have to go in and start claiming those things. When it, when you go to your website, don't worry about what your profile picture looks like. Worry about if somebody took it over and it, and you don't have the option to say, this is me. Because if you go there and somebody claimed you, you got to go make sure that everything is straight and, and squared up so that way you're not uh, you're not uh, getting, you know, falling victim to somebody, you know, using your profile and putting in false information where you could either be having really good stats and you're not getting them or really bad stats and you're not getting those either. It's something to stay on top of. Yeah, most definitely. It shouldn't just be the coach that it, or uh, their staff member that's entering those numbers. Uh, you guys got to be on top of it just as much as they are because it's your future. You know, at the end of the day, the co- your coach can help you get to that point. But if something's wrong or you're missing a, a few numbers here and there, that can very much uh, have an impact on uh, what your overall stats look like. And, you know, a lot of people – like to go based off stats. Of course, um, one thing that um, we've been seeing a lot is uh, the huddle. I would like for uh, players to send us uh, videos of them. I mean, you know, just so we can get a look at you. And especially when we go into max preps and we try to look up uh, one of the things that I always am bummed out about is not having enough information about offensive linemen. Uh, I had to send my shout out to uh, Cade last week just because those numbers were there and they were something that needed to be talked about. And, you know, so I want to see these offensive linemen. Hey, you know, you ain't got to have the stats on max preps, but you guys got those huddles. And if you're in a place, send it over to us. We would definitely like to uh, post that on our social media. And, you know, coming this year, we're going to do something called the two minute warning, which we talked about uh, where we're going to recap the games uh, that happened that week. Uh, you know, not only uh, having video of our game of the week, but if you guys got some videos of a game that we weren't there for and want to send it in, I mean, it's only more exposure for you guys. So please definitely do that. And like you said, stay on uh, top of that max preps as well. Uh, but one final thing about the website uh, before I forget, um, a lot of the pictures that we are sending uh, you guys, if you didn't uh, receive all of them or you uh, you want to see if there's more that have you in it, All those pictures are going to be uploaded to uh, the website and those are for you guys. You don't have to ask us to send you anything. Uh, Once uh, our games wrap up or uh, our photo shoots wrap up, we're just going to upload everything up to um, up on there. So that way you guys ain't got to worry about waiting for us to get you the pictures. Once they're there, they're for you guys to have. And, you know, if your parents or anything like want to purchase them later on uh, to keep, uh, we can definitely uh, edit out our uh, watermark for you guys and uh, allow you to keep those stuff. Because like I said, it's all for these student athletes and we, we just want to give them as much as we can and uh, give them as much time as we can in order to be able to uh, provide them a good service. And that's all we're doing is just trying to help provide a good service. Um, that's pretty much it, brother. Is, is there anything else on your mind? 
Uh, I don't think so. I think we covered it all. You know, I'm excited to uh, jump into next week's uh, episode. I won't say exactly what it is yet, but, you know, just keep uh, tuning in and uh, be ready for uh, some more news coming out of Pinal County. Take it easy.